Welcome to Limelight, right here on Silver Screen Previews, the brand new show where we interview Hollywood's newest stars in Hollywood's newest films. I'm Rob Martin. On the other side of the glass, we welcome our guest for this show, Natasha Rose Mills from Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing today? Oh, excellent. So we've seen you in Return of Grampus, The Heiress, and a whole bunch of quality short films. What inspired you to get into into uh, to being an actress? I always enjoyed acting since I was younger. I used to just love creating my own stories. I, I, I like writing in general. I used to like acting out stories. You know, when you're when you're young, you like to reenact. Yes. Yes. Role play and things like that, and I think that's where the imagination started to come in, and and I wanted to develop characters, and you know, it's a form of expression, isn't it? Really, you get oh, to yeah. be in a different world, you get to experiment, and that's always fun, and you learn a lot about yourself as well. I would say through human behaviour and things like that. Oh, of course, you know, I, I always ask myself. What gets an actress or an actor involved in a horror film in the first place? What was your process in order to get involved with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Okay, so when Reese was the one that contacted me, when I found out about the film, I I was like, Winnie the Pooh? Instantly my thought was just like, Okay, this this is a strange strange idea. I was thinking, how is it possible? This that was the initial thought within my mind. Right, you thought and you were doing some kind I, of cartoon or something, right? Like a voiceover. I, I just thought, yeah, it's just like a cartoon. Um, and then, like, I read the concept and the story. I thought, oh, okay, this this is quite interesting. I like the character because she was similar to me, had some similar characteristics I could play about with. And that's really the reason I got involved because I thought. This is going to be something interesting that I just wanted to do. Oh, yeah, what? what? It's Winnie the Pooh as well, because yeah. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea. You were innocent. You had no clue. Oh, no, I was completely innocent right now. <laughs> they lied to you. No, I'm just kidding. They, yeah. You knew exactly what you were doing. Uh, you have a, such a, a grotesque and gruesome death in this mi- film. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's in theaters, I still believe, yes, and also on streaming platforms as well. Is there something about horror films that draws you closer to them, or is just it's just there? The opportunity's there, and you take it. I wouldn't say all horror films. No, it has to be to do with some something has to be captivating. Something something has to be interesting. There has to be some sort of intrigue there for you to be involved in it, right? Rather than, and and I felt like there was something there hmm. with the story with with Jess and Maria. Right, so right. I liked right like that aspect of it and and I just wanted to get involved in it really from any of the scenes that you recorded in uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey was there any anything in particular that told you I'm you know I'm with the right crew here I like all these actors this is going to be fantastic was there like a sign there there was there were some nice moments in in the film actually where we were all sat together and we were talking, oh, yes. well, Maria was the one that was around, it was quite a nice 
long shot as well that, that Vince did. It was a really nice, nice scene where Maria was the one that was talking about what she was going through with, with the trauma and, and the stalker. So there's two different timelines of stories. Right. And I quite, I quite like that, that scene in particular. Hey, so you're quite the entrepreneur. Uh, you're, you're doing your own fashion line, is this correct? You're, you have, you're designing your own clothes? Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I do have uh, Rose Mills Designs. That's great. And I, originally, I, I started this quite a long time ago because I'm also a yoga teacher. I, I work through balance and simplicity, and I, I started it quite some time ago. I'm also a coach and a mindfulness compassion teacher, so I focus on self-belief. It's, it's quite often affirmations and and I started creating more designs recently. You know, I can't do... I've, I've tried yoga. You know, I'm a tall guy. I, I can't, for the life of me, try to get into some of those positions. But I try anyway. Uh, it's not easy. Mm. But still, I try. But, I mean, there's a lot of videos out there. And, and also, you're, you're also into stress management. Is this correct? Yes. Yeah, I help people through uh, stress management, anxiety. Also, as a transformational coach as well, I help them connect to their inner guidance, their intuition. So it helps them to unlock that part of them that knows what's right on their path. So they can be more discerning and know what direction that they're going in, moving away from limitation and towards the self-compassionate side, which is themselves. That's their higher side, their higher self of themselves. Oh, fantastic. The authentic self, yeah. yeah. What, are, what are the social media links for that that, that you can uh, share with us? Yeah, so my other page is Natasha Rose Mills Coach. Ah, oh, very nice, very nice. And my other design page is Rose Mills Designs. Rose Mills Designs. All right, now you've been doing a lot of these interviews uh, across the way, from back and forth over the over the coast in the in the America here, and obviously in in Europe and the UK. What can you say has been the strangest request so far from any fan that you guys have met already, uh, from the premieres or or just on the street? Has anybody recognized you, or anybody had a had a some kind of strange request? really a strange request it's just my autograph some people have asked for um i have had some weird not requests but um i've had some weird comments people saying that they've they've posted a video of me and it's my death scene that's all it is oh no yeah don't do that (laughs) people that's that's a bit of a shock for me so it's not something i like no of course not (laughs) who who would want that in the first place right now i mean you see obviously the oscars were last week do you have any favorite actors or actresses that inspire you at all uh, in today's Hollywood? Uh, well, probably ones that weren't there. So Natalie Portman. Ah, very good, very good. Okay, yeah. and Winona Ryder. I'm yes. very inspired by by them in terms of like uh, how they their mannerisms and their personality and the fact that they can play lots of different character roles. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and Winona Ryder just had a film out last year. It was a, a, a mm. low-budget short film. Uh, not a short film, but a regular film. And I, it was great to see her again in these films. It's just, uh, you know, she yeah. has that gravitas. She has that, that spark, that yeah. personality. Uh, any favorites yeah. uh, from her past? Yeah, so Girl Interrupted. Ah, very good. Yeah, that was good. one. Right yeah, now. I think she played, she played that really well. And um, the split personality, the borderline personality. Yeah. Heather's. And that's a very difficult part to play as well but I think because she's sensitive she she's able to get into that and she openly talks about how she how she feels other people's emotions and she's very connected with her own um, like like I am 
Yeah, with and you mentioned Natalie Portman. Of course, everybody knows the you know her start, the professional and Star Wars. Uh, any other films that really caught your attention from her uh, filmography that like say, you know what, I want to do that. That's kind of like inspirational. Yeah. So I mean, there was Black Swan. Of course, I really liked her in Black Swan. Yeah. I believe that was. I haven't seen. I'm pretty sure there's a book. There's a book that's based based on right. On there's Black the Swan. there's the uh, the I play. Think, I think that's where it originates from. Uh, yeah. The book. Yes. The book. The play. Okay. And yeah. then the movie, right? Oh man, that's a film people still talk about because it was so so mm. shocking, so like in your face, uh, raw as far as emotion goes I, from her. Very emotional, but also you don't know what's happening throughout the film. Yeah, yeah. you don't know if it's it's within her mind or or if or if it's actually happening because you see the different the different cuts within the film, and I think that's it's quite cleverly done. Definitely, no, it's a tremendous yeah. film. When you go into acting, obviously when you do a role, do you go into that private, you know, because many people talk about it. Actors go into that, that little space that they go into their minds where they're, they're so creative. What is some of the, uh, the things that you do in order to get into that space where you're in your own zone and you're focusing on what you're doing as far as the role and the character goes? Do you mean when I'm actually on set, or do you mean prior? When you're on set, when yeah, when you're on set, do you do things and beforehand? It could be also for preparation in order to get into that zone. Yeah, so I do preparation beforehand. I always um, I always believe in in actually doing that, connecting through your own emotions in order to understand another characters. Mm -hmm. So you're able to connect through your own through empathy, and that's. That's what I, how I really connect is through understanding, stepping into another person's shoes as if you would if you were actually caring for, for somebody else. It's, it's the same scenario. Do you reach back into other of, of your own memories in order to get into that zone, or do you go play off of other people that you've known uh, and, and had those emotions? Through my, own ex through my own experience as a coach and mindfulness teacher, I don't recommend doing that because it can, it can cause trauma. You can mm. traumatize yourself. Right. What would be a better option is just by being able to connect through emotions and through understanding the character's emotions through through your own and mm. and searching within within yourself. But you have to understand the context of the character first. The it's all about the character journey. Yeah. You understand the character journey, what they want, what they need, and and all and all these things, and how they're going to get it, and also. Mm. It's all about responding and reacting to the person. It's not just about you. Right, yeah. It's it's about A, B, C when you're dealing with the structure yeah. of, of a script and a role. Some people uh, tend to make the mistake of thinking, oh, you know, they're just ad-libbing. And that's not true because it's complex. It's a way of there's thinking. Yeah, go into that, please. How, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on when you're actually acting it's not just you're thinking of a line because if you're thinking of a line you can tell that somebody's acting you want to be able to see it behind their eyes you want to see you want to see i mean it's all about the camera cinematically you want to see what's going on so they're telling a story that's right and it's all about the story isn't it really that oh, yeah. captivates you yeah and and to think about it there's so many roles out there where the the actor has to take risks not these, you know, you know, pay-for-play roles or movies where you know the actor's getting paid and they just record all, all the shots of one actor within like a day and they're doing maybe four, five, six scenes total 
And then all of a sudden, yeah. their name is at the top of the list of the movie. And then you know that you did all the hard work and then you're at the bottom. And that makes no sense. But I understand how it's different, you know, like that. When you're, when you're doing a character, you're in-depth and you're putting all you got into the character. And you know you're going to be right there. It's, it really is a, a crazy situation, emotionally and physically, obviously, because you have to put yourself in that zone. So I think it depends on the character that you're playing as well and how, and how much you have to... Sometimes it's stepping outside of who you are. It might be the character might be similar to you through, through your own casting type, which is great. But being able to step outside... And then connecting it in a different way. Obviously, through your own experiences, can be helpful. But if you haven't, if you haven't dealt with past the past, the past trauma, then it's just reenacting the same. And and that's where problems like mental health problems can come from. So just being mindful of that, I think, is important. Seeing uh, this past, yeah. No, of course. And seeing this past uh, Sunday at the Oscars, Jamie Lee Curtis, who had a career of over 40 years in the horror genre and finally won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Is this the kind of genre that you feel you can grow in or do you open yourself up to different kind of roles uh, for the future in anything that's possible? So for me, I'm totally open to working on other projects, drama projects, period mm. dramas I'd love to get involved in. Yes. And I open, I mean, to be honest, I'm also working on a film as well. I'm writing Over. a film with another film director myself. Oh, excellent. And that's that's leaning into possibly into a thriller. It was originally a drama, but we might be thinking it to being a, a thriller. So it's in the uh, pre-production stages, or, or you guys are just starting to work yeah. together on that? Yeah, so pre-production stages at, at this present time, yeah. Excellent, very good. So look forward to that news of a new film from uh, uh, Natasha Rose Mills in the future. Uh, you know, you think about this, this uh, the way films in Hollywood are going in today. Uh, obviously, we won't be seeing you uh, most likely in a part two of Winnie the Pooh, uh, <laughs> to say the least. But unless they come back, unless <laughs> unless it's a miraculous recovery, like, yeah, I mean it could, it could happen, you know. Could, yeah, <laughs> look, it could be a, just it could be a sister, you know. Aha! There you go. There's oh, the there angle. There we go. I mean, that is, that's a good one, isn't it? The younger sister that comes <laughs> back. Sister. You're hunting yeah. for your you're hunting for your older sister. You're like, I'm where Kate. is she? All right. Yeah. <laughs> just remember what happened in Take Scream Six. Yeah, you saw, did you see Scream Six yet or no? Oh, no, I no. haven't. I've seen all the screams, you know, ever no. since I was I was young. But no, I haven't seen Scream 6, actually. All right. Well, the, yeah, there's no big secret that everybody gets stabbed. I mean, <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the thing is that I always go to Killing logic. Spray. Yeah, I always go to the logic of it is that, you know, with so much internal bleeding, how is it possible that these characters survive? All of a sudden they come back in the next or two or three scenes later, like <laughs> they're like walking again. I'm like, you should be dead. I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I just, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen, uh, but I know I see what you mean. But yeah. no, I haven't actually seen Scream, Scream yeah. Six. No, yeah, I just probably just saved you another two hours there of viewing. If you've seen one, you've probably seen them all, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, unless they haven't changed, yeah. But I mean, they are what they are, aren't they? I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a bit of fun to watch, and certainly when when you're a teenager, and I, I used to love scream when i was a teenager the first one the second one or the third one or the fourth one yeah i know <laughs> so many um i don't know the, fir- the first one um oh my my brother was really horrible to me when i was younger oh, he put no. the he 
he put the TV, um, he put the the part on with, what was it, not, oh, I've forgotten her name now. Um, Drew Barrymore? Not, yeah, the Drew first, Barrymore. No, hor- horrible scene, can't even say. Horrible scene. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I was, terrible. I think I, was, I think I was 13. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's that traumatizes you <laughs> for life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> but that, that gives you an idea, yeah, I mean... You, the logic seems to go out the window with some of these films, and but that's the way it is. I mean, you know, horror films are a genre that makes money. It creates shock value, and people it gets people interested. So yeah, I mean yeah. this this movie yeah. that you're in now, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, it's just uh, obviously gotten so much media attention and is making a lot of money. So congratulations to the filmmakers, producers, and of course you and, and your castmates for putting together such an incredible film so far. Thank you. Yeah, it was I mean it was a great experience to be on working with Reese was was great cuz he it's nice to work with a director that listens to you mm-hmm. and gives you a chance to be able to contribute. And you don't always find that obviously in sometimes in indie films you do. Yeah. But in particular, this one was really good, and also Vince, the cinematographer. People talk about him because he's he's a very oh. good. Oh, he's incredible. very good at what he does. Yeah, very. And some lovely. of the shots are really really nice. Oh yeah, I mean that's. So, I mean, I got lost in that forest. The way they shot it, I'm like, that's in, this is oh. incredible, tremendous cinematography. Well done. I mean, the way it's shot, just yeah, kudos. Kudos to him. Yeah. yeah. So, what can we look forward to you? I guess uh, as far as uh, movies in the near future that you can. Uh, I guess uh, release information is besides the obviously the project you're working on now. I can't really say anything Nothing right yet. now apart okay. from the project that I'm working on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's quite early days. Um, as I mentioned, I'm also a coach and a transformational coach, so I've got yes. this three. I've got a challenge coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm teaching that. That's you know kind of away from my acting. Of course, of course. Um, and then yeah, I kind of let you know when when the time comes. Things are looking bright. Things are going to be happening for you, obviously, in Natasha Rose. Uh, we want to thank you for making time today to being on, our, our, I guess, our first guest on Limelight right here on Silver Screen Preview. So we want to thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. You're so welcome. We'll, we'll see you again next time, but we'll see you down the road. Thank you so much, Natasha Rose Mills. And we'll see you next time right here on Limelight on Silver Screen Previews. Thank you.